This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Locker Room Production. Hello, 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 and welcome. This is episode 12 of Talk the Plank, a Pittsburgh Pirates podcast on SB Nation's Bucks Dugout. I'm Nathan Hirsch, today talking to you about the Cubs and the Pirates. A little series recap here, and of course, a special uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I know my mom, I think she's listening right now, so happy Mother's Day to you especially. And, uh, yeah, all the moms, thank you for listening. We're here on Locker Room, the live app here. So uh, if you're here, have anything to say, please uh, leave a comment. Come on to speak if you'd like. And, um, yeah, we're here talking Pirates and Cubs. So after a pretty Bitter start to this series. The Pirates lost the first two games, 3-2. to two. The offense was non-existent. There was a bunch of great pitching wasted for the Pirates. But uh, today, a little sweeter. They were able to get the win 6-5. to five. And uh, we'll start with today's game. We'll start with the positives. Tyler Anderson was just straight-up amazing today. Eight innings pitched. He only gave up two earned runs. Four total hits, struck out six, walked just one. He dropped his ERA all the way down to 3.05. This is looking like one of the better pickups in all of baseball, free agent signing-wise, if you ask me. I mean, they got him for one year, $2.5 million, super cheap, uh, you know, baseball-wise. And he has been... He's been just what this team's needed. Uh, Not only is he eating innings like we kind of expected him to do, like starting out, but he's been able to uh, hold other teams to um, not a lot of runs, to be quite honest. And today he was great. Um, Pirates got pretty lucky offensively. I mean, if you look at it, the lineup just looked completely terrible i actually joked before the game i sent out a tweet that uh what did i tweet here i said this lineup's quite terrible perhaps the worst lineup ever constructed in a major league history but baseball is stupid the pirates will put up 10 today they didn't quite put up 10 but six is definitely more than anyone would have ever thought considering too that the offense had not scored more than two runs in a week so from saturday last saturday against the cubs they scored five runs lost 12 to 5 until now today sunday eight days later they had not scored more than two runs but uh today six runs and they were able to win um wilmer defoe had a nice game three hits including a triple he drove in three runs uh, Todd Frazier finally showed signs of life. He had two hits. 
and he brought his batting average all the way up to 0.86 on the year. Kevin Newman got above the Mendoza line. He had two hits as well. He was two for five. He's now hitting 206. And uh, yeah, the Pirates they were able to they were able to string together some very weakly hit balls in the first inning. It was actually quite comical to be honest. Uh, Frazier led the game off with a nice blooping line drive to center field. It was a hit. Kevin Newman then hit a blooper to left that fell in. Kai Tom, who uh, – shout out to Kai Tom as well. Um, he had a hit today, but he also walked twice. He walked in that first inning to give the Pirates uh, bases loaded, no outs. Jacob Stallings drove in a run with a dribbler. So it was one nothing Pirates, men on second and third, one out. After an Eric Gonzalez pop-out, I believe, Wilmer Defoe then hit yet another bloop shot that fell in right in front of the center fielder, and the Pirates scored two more. So they scored three runs in the first, and then uh, later on in the third inning, Defoe had that two, or no, one-run triple, but then he scored on a Todd Frazier. They called it an error, a little questionable, uh, but Todd Frazier hit a ball to the third baseman. It was a hard shot, and the third baseman bobbled the ball, but the infield was in, so whatever. Pirates took a uh, took a six to one lead. They actually scored four runs in the first inning, actually. So six runs total, all coming in the first three innings. That's all they needed with Tyler Anderson on the mound. Although in the ninth inning things got a little hairy. Uh, Kyle Crick came in. The Pirates were leading, of course, six to two, and he had some trouble. Uh, he gave up a walk. And someone someone reach on an error? No. He gave up two earned runs, though. Uh, his ERA is now up to 159, which is great. But then Rich Rod came in for the save. He actually gave up a two-run double, and he gave up one earned run as well. So between the two of them, they gave up three runs in that ninth inning. But Rodriguez got the save. His ERA is all the way up to 0.69, so he's still fine. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's probably kind of nice for them, too. They don't really have the uh, perfect season to really, you know, have to – that's added extra pressure, basically. They don't have to worry about that anymore. It's just basically now a normal uh, normal season for them without being perfect. So we'll see how they go, how they look moving forward. But, uh, yeah, it was a pretty solid win like I said, the big story in this one is Tyler Anderson's dominance. Um, once again, just four hits, two earned run over eight innings. He only threw 102 pitches, so he was pretty efficient as well. And uh, he's he's just been really, really great. Obviously, in his last start against the Padres, he got the loss, but he only gave up two runs in that one as well, and he had a no-hitter going through six innings, so... Anderson has been really great. Hopefully he could keep it up. And uh, if things go south here for the Pirates, he will be a nice little trade piece at the deadline for a contender. So see how that looks. As of right now, the Pirates are 14-19 and 19 on the season. They are still in last place in the National League Central. But, uh, you know, they got a win today. They have lost eight out of their last ten games. It hasn't been a great week. Like I said, the offense has just been non-existent. And I guess we could talk about, too, that uh, 
the offense is probably going to look a little bit worse even so moving forward. There was a, uh, a bundle of moves, roster moves made today. Unfortunately, Colin Moran, who got hurt diving towards first base in Saturday's game after catching a line drive, uh, he was trying to double up the runner at first base. He is on the 10-day injured list. I believe some sort of muscle strain, maybe a groin, maybe, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but he's on the 10-day injured list. Troy Stokes Jr. was called up in his place, and he actually started today. He went over for 4 today, Stokes did, but I liked his at-bats. Um, he had a few ground ball dribblers. He actually reached base on an error. Showed off a little bit of speed, but uh, he made a nice play in right field, a nice sliding catch. He had a nice at-bat where he drove a line drive to center field that was caught, and he had a high fly ball to left field that was also caught, but it seemed like he got good wood on that but just missed it. I, I liked what I saw in uh, his at-bats, so perhaps he gets some starts here moving forward. But uh, also the other moves today was that um, – so to make room, Brian Hayes was transferred from the 10-day injured list to the 60-day injured list. That sounds pretty crappy, to be honest, but also at the same time, it's already May 9th. He was put on the injured list the second game of the season, which was April 3rd. So what is that? That's like 36, 37 days already accounted for on the injured list. So he'll be eligible to come off of the injured list probably by the end of May. Hopefully he's ready by then. Um, the big thing with him, I just really hope that the Pirates are being extra cautious and he's getting healthy rather than I really hope it's not the case, one of those cases where he may need surgery, he may not need surgery. The Pirates are just waiting to see, and then eventually down the line he needs surgery. I don't know. Obviously I have no intel on that. I'm just really hoping that the Pirates are being extra cautious and he will be ready to return by the end of this month. Uh, perhaps maybe he'll get to see some game action in the minor leagues to, uh, you know, the classic rehab assignment. We'll see, though, what happens with him. But he's on the 60-day DL. You know, you always see that. Whenever you see a player transferred to the 60-day DL, it looks bad. But in the case of Hayes, I mean – it's honestly just another 20, 25 or so days on the injured list before he'll be eligible to play again. So we hope that's all the time he needs. Um, as we know, he's the most exciting player on this team, and in the one game that he got to play, he hit a home run, and it was awesome to watch. But uh, we're just we're just really hoping here that he gets to return soon. That was a part of the uh, the other move. Pirates also claimed outfielder Ben Gamble off of waivers from Cleveland. This season with Cleveland, he was uh, he was not hitting well. He was hitting below 100. But career, I mean, he's just another one of these outfielders that they can throw out there and see if, see if it works out. Uh, put him in the camp of, you know, Kai Tom, Troy Stokes now, um, you know, before that it was Alfred, it was Dustin Fowler. Just these guys, they're going to see who works out and who doesn't. And uh, Jeff Hartley, the relief pitcher, was also called up from AAA. So 
I believe another move will be needed to be made when Gamble officially is put on the 26-man roster because you look at it here, they took off Colin Moran and Michael Feliz, and they added Jeff Hartlieb and um, Troy Stokes Jr. So I'm assuming tomorrow, if Gamble is with the team, um, it might be a case where Brian Reynolds may have to head to the 10-day IL, perhaps. I don't know. We'll see. But um, we'll have to see. Also, with uh, Gregory Polanco, we kind of got some more information on him. He was put on the IL for COVID-related reasons because I believe he broke protocol. I think the report was that he was quote-unquote training somewhere in San Diego, but hopefully soon the Pirates get him back as well because, I mean, you look at the lineup today, this, this batch of nine players, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a more pathetic-looking starting lineup. But, hey, they squeaked out 11 hits, they squeaked out six runs, and they got the win. Um, okay, so in the other two games they lost. Saturday they lost 3-2, to two, obviously, uh, Will Crow pitched that game for the Pirates. He looked pretty, pretty solid. Six innings pitch. He only gave up two runs, four hits, struck out five, only walked one. He looked nice. Um, he's one of those guys. Maybe he's a back end of the rotation type starter. We'll see. He's definitely buying himself more starts. The ERA so far after three starts is at 4.02. He has been decent. Uh, definitely pitched well enough yesterday to get the win, but once again, that offense was just terrible. Kai Tom did hit a home run, though, so that was pretty exciting for him, his first career home run. But, yeah, two runs. You're not going to win many games scoring two runs, so that kind of sucked. Friday, um, all these games kind of blend together because they all started at 220, and they all look the same. But, um Friday, also a 3-2 to two loss. Trevor Cahill got the start in that one. Kind of got off to a shaky start. Um, gave up a run in each of the first three innings. But he went five, gave up those three runs. Only two of them were earned, though. And, um, I mean, he really wasn't that terrible. Got a little lucky. He gave up eight hits. But, once again, two runs from the Pirates. Their offense could only squeak out nine hits, and uh, none of them were, I mean, only one of those hits was an extra base hit. So eight singles and a double, that's not going to give you many runs if you don't uh, do well with runners in scoring position, which Friday they were one for seven. So tough game there uh, as well, especially too considering I believe it was the Seventh inning or so, the Pirates had bases loaded, no outs. Todd Frazier hit a dribbler to the pitcher who got the force out at home. Then following that, um, someone, I don't even remember, who was after Todd Frazier? Uh, Kai Tom, I believe, hit a dribbler to the pitcher, and he, it was a 1-2-3 double play. The Pirates didn't score. But, yeah, so they lost that one 3-2 as well. Not great, but, hey, looking at the positives, bullpen still looks solid. 
the starters are pitching some some good innings, you know, going five plus, six plus. Today's case, Tyler Anderson went eight innings, and you can't really complain about that. But, I mean, moving forward, this offense, it is not going to be pretty with basically their two best hitters in Brian Reynolds and Colin Moran, both uh, both out here. We'll see. Once again, I'm not exactly 100% sure, but I'm thinking Reynolds is probably going to go on the I.L. and Ben Gamble is going to take his spot. I could be completely and totally wrong, but we'll just see. Hopefully that isn't the case, but if they lose Reynolds for a few days here and Moran for maybe a few weeks, I mean, you look at it, both of those guys – WRC plus 126, that's tied for the team lead before today. But at the same time, I mean, perhaps uh, Jacob Stallings and Adam Frazier can continue to carry this offense. Uh, Jacob Stallings today did have, he hit a bomb. He really did. It was a double off of the Ivy in left field. The exit velo, I think, was 105 miles an hour, but uh, it was held in the park because the wind was blowing in. But Jacob Stallings, I would have never thought in a million years that he would be the Pirates' cleanup hitter, but today he was. But, I mean, overall, his on base this year is 378, and he is inching closer to slugging 400. He's at 395 right now. For a Pirate hitter, that's pretty good. Kai Tom, once again, uh, he's been putting together some nice at-bats. The average still looks crappy at 158, but he's drawing walks. The on-base is at 306, and, uh, yeah, slugging's bad, 263. But he has at least shown some confidence in the batter's box, definitely much more than Anthony Alford or Dustin Fowler ever did. Um, for the Pirates moving forward, I mean, Kevin Newman – He's going to be getting some more at-bats. He is going to need to come through. Eric Gonzalez has just been, I mean, it's actually kind of crazy. So at the beginning of the year, Eric Gonzalez looks pretty decent. But Eric Gonzalez has been so bad lately that Kevin Newman has actually passed him in on-base percentage, 239 to 236, and he's coming up on him in slugging. Yeah, Kevin Newman's only slugging 252, which is, I mean, beyond pathetic. But uh, Eric Gonzalez ain't much better. He's at 324. So a real neck and neck there for the shortstop position when Cabrian Hayes eventually comes back. Maybe Cole Tucker will uh, come up at some point, too, and add his name in the hats of that competition. Todd Frazier, he's going to need to hit. He'll be getting those first base reps, I'd assume, with Moran out. Him and uh, Phillip Evans probably will split some of that time. Um, but, yeah, this offense is just – it's straight-up depressing, to tell you the truth. But we'll see what happens. That's why they play the games. That's why today the Pirates somehow scored six runs. Nobody would have ever thought that, that could have happened in a million years. But, hey, it did. Looking ahead here, we can look at some of the pitching matchups. Uh, Pirates return back home. They're returning home at just the right time. Uh, this week was a pretty awful week in Pittsburgh weather-wise. 
the Pirates were lucky enough to be on the road. I don't know how many games they would have gotten in here. It's just been sad, rain, cold, terrible Pittsburgh weather. Even today, it's just disgusting outside. But uh, tomorrow and this week, it looks like it's going to be pretty sunny and a bit warmer. So Pirates have Mitch Keller going tomorrow versus Cincinnati. Um, Keller was great in his last start against San Diego, went five and two-thirds, didn't give up a run, only gave up two hits, and um, the Pirates won that one. But we'll see. He's been up and down all season, so if the trend continues, Mitch Keller should be pretty bad tomorrow, but we'll see if he's able to uh, have two straight nice starts. It would be really awesome for the Pirates' sake. He'll be facing off against Tyler Malley of the Reds. Uh, so far this year, Malley has been pretty good. Uh, 30 innings, 32 thirds innings. He's given up just 11 earned runs, 41 strikeouts. That's a nice total there, just 11 walks. So the Pirates' offense will definitely have their hands full with Tyler Malley tomorrow evening. That game starts at 6:35. Tuesday, that also starts at 6.35. JT Brubaker gets the start for the Pirates. Uh, Brubaker, in his last two starts, um, he's been okay. He went five in his past two starts, five innings each. Gave up three runs and two runs, but he's still striking out batters. Um, he's still looking pretty good overall on the season. Brubaker, in his six starts, 32 to third innings, he's only given up 10 earned runs with 37 strikeouts. So that ERA at 278, you'll take that. We'll see if he's able to continue the uh, the solid pitching. He will oppose Jeff Hoffman of the Reds, who uh, Hoffman's been pretty okay, six starts, 26 and two-thirds innings, 13 earned runs. Uh, that's a 4.39 ERA. Pirates may have a better chance against him than they would against Malley. And then, of course, Wednesday, the final game in this series, the getaway game, even though they have a uh, seven-game homestand here. But uh, Wednesday afternoon, 12.35, Trevor Cahill gets the start again. And the Pirates' offense, once again, it's a pretty tough assignment. It's Sonny Gray of the Reds. Sonny Gray, he's only made four starts this year, 20 and two-thirds innings. He's given up nine earned runs, so the ERA is at 392. But Sonny Gray, just in general, is always tough. And actually, in his last start, Sonny Gray was pretty awesome. He went seven innings, only gave up two hits, no runs, eight strikeouts to just two walks. So... That will be tough for the old Buckos, but uh, that's that's what they have this week. Um, and then, of course, after the three-game series with the Reds, which I should remind you, the Reds swept the Pirates earlier this season. Um, and just that was probably the worst series of the year so far for the Pirates. They were outscored something like 25 to five in two of those games, so that was terrible. But uh, hey, we'll see what happens in this week's series. After the Reds, the Pirates have a four-game home series next weekend against the San Francisco Giants. And it's 
surprisingly this year, the Giants have the best record in the National League. They're 20 and 13. Um, they're ahead of the Padres. They're ahead of the Dodgers, even though the Dodgers have been pretty bad lately. But the Dodgers, I mean, they're still the Dodgers. They're still probably the best team in baseball. But the Giants have been really good. Perhaps for the Pirates' sake, it's it's time to come back down to earth a little bit, and the Pirates can maybe squeak out a few runs, a few wins as well in that series. But uh, we'll have to see. Um, yeah, so Pirates have only won two out of their last ten games, which that's tough. That's tough. That's tough for any team, but it's hard to get mad whenever the pitching looks as as good as it does. Um, you know, you look at it. You look at the Pirates' schedule. They gave up five runs today, but the last time they had given up more than, I mean, what, four runs was last Saturday when they gave up 12 to St. Louis. But this past week, the Pirates' pitching has been – really nice, and hopefully for their sake, it continues this week, and the offense doesn't look great, but there are some guys that are they're going to get their chance. We're going to see some at-bats, some more at-bats from Tom. He's been getting his chance. Uh, probably see some more at-bats from Troy Stokes Jr. He's getting a chance. Ben Gamble, that's another name to add. Add to the list, he'll probably get some chances as well. But, yeah, we'll see. Um, this wasn't a great weekend in terms of health, obviously. And you just you hope that Moran can get back quickly. You hope that whatever is going on with Reynolds isn't too, too serious. And who knows, maybe Jacob Stallings can play some first base. I'm not sure. Just throwing it out there. but uh, And then, obviously, the key. You hope that Cabrian Hayes is ready when this 60-day DL stint is up. But uh, we'll see. I think that's a good place to wrap things up for today. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening, as always. Once again, happy Mother's Day to all the lovely mothers out there you make the world go round and uh we'll be back we'll be back wednesday afternoon after the wrap-up of the uh pirates and red series hopefully the pirates can squeak out a few wins in that one and uh we'll have to we'll see we'll have to see what goes goes on in that in that series but uh yeah Pirates are 14 and 19. Their run differential isn't the greatest, minus 30, which is still the worst in the National League. But uh, the Rockies are creeping back. They're at minus 24. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, decent, decent little uh, win one out of three whenever you can win the last one. So that's it for today. Talk the plank. SB Nation's Bucks Dugout. Follow Bucks Dugout on Twitter at Bucks underscore Dugout. Follow me on Twitter at Nathan underscore Hirsch. If you have any questions, comments, anything, feel free to uh, DM me on Twitter. 
and uh, we'll be back. We'll be back Wednesday afternoon. Everyone have a great rest of your day, and have a great week. Thank, thank you, as always, for listening. Peace.